0: On the show, I often talk about the ways that people get in the way of themselves and what does that mean, get in the way? First off, getting in the way of ourselves is what are the obstacles that are getting in the way of the results that we want? One of the ways that we do this is by having an all or nothing mindset. Do you find yourself with your, that you're totally in or you have to do something perfectly or you give up and don't even do it? Or maybe you don't even get yourself started on something because you don't see the point. That is an all or nothing mindset. So an example of this can be if you have a cluttered drawer and you've heard Peter Walsh, a guest, frequent guest on my show, say, just clean out one drawer. If you have 10 minutes, clean out one drawer. But you look around your house and go, one drawer? I have a whole house that's, that needs decluttering. I need Peter Walsh to come here. Well, the reality is, is that he's not coming to probably your home. So what can you do about it? Peter will say, take one drawer, get it clean for 10 minutes. When we have an all or nothing mindset, that's what gets in the way of that result. Because the thought is, what's one drawer going to do? I have a whole house. And this house is a real mess. And sooner or later, that drawer is going to end up there. So why even bother spending that 10 minutes? That is just a waste of my time. And yet we sit there in misery. Peter's point is, if you take that 10 minutes and you clean out the drawer and you focus on how cool it's organized, I can find my keys, I can find scrap paper, I have pens or here are the scissors, and you celebrate that, then you may want more of that and then you can work on it with this whole cluttering thing, I used to do that. I used to think, oh, I have to have a whole week off in order to get everything organized. And I would amp myself up and get a lot of adrenaline and have to do it perfectly and do it very precise and very orderly. And by like day three, after 12 hour, 15 hour days, I was exhausted. I was done. And then eventually I would take the rest of whatever wasn't done and shove it away and walk away in shame. That's what happens with an all or nothing mindset is that it's really a good shame trigger. And shame is that voice of, you're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't declutter enough. You're bad. There's something wrong with you. That's the voice in the back of our head. Nothing good comes from there. We can't create our best lives from there. So instead of having this all or nothing mindset, I invite you to instead let go of that and let go of this idea of perfection or it has to be all or nothing and instead be in that space in between. And that space in between is really about being, coming from a place of compassion. And remember, compassionate people have boundaries. So saying, okay, this is the amount of time that I have. Maybe I'm going to clean a cabinet. And you clean that and you celebrate that and say, yay me, I did that. And I can tell you, those yay me moments have created more decluttering situations in my life Then when I had those heroic moments of it had to be all or nothing, because when I was in that all or nothing, my house looked like tornadoes were constantly going through it and it was a big disaster zone. And now that I don't have that all or nothing, it's like, well, what can I do within the timeframe that I have and go and do that? I want more of it. And I just know that about myself. So I really invite you to start thinking about this all or nothing and how it gets in the way. And it could be with food. Maybe you're out to dinner and you like to eat a certain way, but you're with friends and you're at a restaurant that doesn't eat in this way that you do. And so it's like, well, if I can't eat it perfectly the way I'm supposed to, the way I would be good, whatever the diet is that you're following, then you go onto this binge and you're like, I'm going to have this party in my mouth, right? Or another way would be money. Like I'm going to do it exactly perfectly. I'm going to follow my budget or I'm not going at all. And I'm just going to go have a party with my wallet those two extremes don't work well long-term for us. So those get in the way of creating the results that we want in our lives. Instead, it's about going, okay, if this is the way that I eat at home and I'm at this restaurant, what do I want to eat right now? And without having to have this party in my mouth where I can eat food that's yummy and delicious And maybe I am having, I don't know, whatever the food is that could be a possible trigger. So we'll just say a cupcake, for instance, and I'm I'm not saying it's a good or bad food, but we'll just say a cupcake and you have your cupcake and you enjoy it and you're done. And then you go home and you resume your rest of your life where there's not any drama. Letting go of that all or nothing mindset is huge because it causes so many problems. Right. It's, it's like that dictator voice of I have to do it all. I have to do it perfectly. I mean, that's what I used to have with the clutter of I have to get the entire house, including the garage and every room and every closet and every drawer totally decluttered. So that if a uh, simple magazine, is that the name of the magazine? I can't even remember. Real Living or something came to my house. I can open up any drawer at any time and there you go. That's not real life. You know, so letting go of that and going, okay, with what I have today. How much time do I want to spend on this? And what? when can I get to, when is enough enough for today? And it's a work in progress. And that's something that I'm constantly reminding myself of because I do, I can, even though I know perfection is the birthplace of shame and I know that we don't have to do things perfectly and perfection is a lie and all of that, I can still have that old programming in the back of my head and think it needs to be this way. And I can get really caught up in it must be this way. And then that's why I just tell myself, relax, with my given circumstance right now, what is it that I would like to get done, right? Not what can I get done or what am I supposed to get done or what I should get done, notice my language. What is it that I would like to get done given this time frame? Maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes. How would I like the space in this drawer to be organized? How long does it take? And usually I'm a busy person, but it's really hard for me to argue that I don't have 10 minutes. And maybe I don't have 10 minutes in this moment or today, but over a course of a week, I'm going to be able to find 10 minutes to be able to clean up that drawer or to be able to, you know, I used to tell myself all the time, oh, I don't have time to make my bed. I'm too busy of a person. It was all or nothing, right? Like I don't have time. I'm not going to do it. And I always hated that about my bed. I have a pretty simple process. I have duvet covers, like in the era of duvet covers, like I don't even have that sheet in between because that is a pain. I have duvet covers. It doesn't even take two minutes. But I used to say, "Oh no, I'm too busy. I don't have time, all or nothing again. And now one of the things that I like to do is keep that commitment to myself, and really, it takes 30 seconds. I shake out the duvet, I put it, it looks all pretty. I smile because I' like it to look pretty, and I move on, and it's done. So all or nothing are actually prison walls that we create for ourselves. And it makes us feel constrained versus when we can be in that compassionate space and have boundaries, but have some flexibility to those boundaries and not to the point where we're rationalizing, but having flexibility of, okay, it may not be realistic to have it all done, but right now in this moment, what can I get done? And looking at that part in your life. This leads me to talk about Carol Dweck, who's a professor. She's been on my show. I'll put her interviews in the show notes, but she's been on my show a couple of times and she's at Stanford and she studied success and she's a psychology professor and has done great research and you hear me talk about her all the time. So this isn't probably something new, but she, in her research, she looked at people with fixed mindsets and growth mindsets and Carol's research and what she really believes is that the thoughts that you think can create the results in your life. And when you have a fixed mindset, that would actually be what an all or nothing is, a fixed mindset, letting something define you, making sure it has to be perfect or don't even bother to do it at all. Whereas a growth mindset would be more compassionate, like, okay, you know, most of my house is a mess. (laughs) What room do I want to work on? What closet do I want to work on? What counter space do I want to work on? And work on that and then celebrate that. She doesn't talk about the celebrating part, but I do think that's important where we go, where we recognize an achievement that we did instead of discounting it. Because most often when we say, hey, yay me, again, I don't know, how long did that take? One second? There's not a huge cost to us, but we feel a little little pride in ourselves. And that is going to fuel us to want to have to do that more often. Because when we feel proud, that's a really good feeling to have. Versus when we feel shame and we're pitching a tent, building a campfire, and having people around just to hear our sad, sad songs, you know, our stories that we have about ourselves. That's not very fun. So, a fixed mindset would be like an all or nothing mindset and a growth mindset, whereas you can recognize the small steps that you make towards creating the results that you want and not defining yourself that, okay, I only have one clean drawer and the rest of the house is a mess, but. Hey, look, this is what I did. And if I did this here, the next drawer can get clean. And then if I can maintain those two, not if I can maintain those two, I'll maintain those two and then I'll clean this cabinet over here. That one Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, we had lots of family over and I was just happened to be in the kitchen. And and after a while, I just started, I was like, oh, I'm going to reorganize this one shelf in this corner cabinet. The The cabinet had been collecting stuff through the years. And I just said, oh, I'm going to just do this one shelf. Well, we were still sitting around. And so then the next thing I know, I did the next shelf. And I was like, that's so cool. And it looks so good. And I looked at the third shelf, I took it, did the next shelf. I had a whole box of stuff I was bringing to the SPCA. I was so excited. And every time I opened that cabinet, I would smile. I love seeing that space. The rest of the, the other cabinets may not necessarily have been that. I had a medicine cabinet that was a mess at the time. But that is how I've gotten my house much more organized. And it's been lasting versus back 20 years ago when I would take a week off of work and try to do it all in one week and fry and die after three days. So I invite you to let go of this all or nothing mentality mindset, which is really rooted in a fixed mindset and move over to that compassionate place of what can I do right now in the time that I have? And that's a compassionate mindset. So I invite you to practice that and take that on. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate all the emails that I get about the show and the iTunes reviews. And I have a shout out for Canadian Nicole Harbour. Thanks so much for taking the time to leave an iTunes review. Love those. And that really helps the show. So thank you guys so much. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting. Never been so wide awake